you are listening to a pre-recorded segment of the Third and East podcast. You are listening to the Third and East podcast. Today, Sloan, is the Bears day here at the Third and East podcast. It's Chicago. It's Deep Dish. Cubs, White Sox. Do you feel windy? Uh, <laughs> you, you gotta feel. I mean, you gotta feel something in Chicago. You gotta feel something to forget that you live there. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, it's. I, I. Hey, I. I love Chicago. I. I only. I went to Chicago once twenty years ago. It was a great time and everything. I don't know how it would be right now and everything, but you know, I also went when I was a little kid and everything. But it was great. Harry Terry Steakhouse. Shout out. Excellent place. Highly recommend. Uh, but outside of that, eh, Chicago's going to appeal to me. Now, I'll be honest, I'm a Patriots fan, so Chicago, I will be a little bit biased here and everything, but I'm going to try to give as much of a breakdown here. Um, the Bears um, had a number one pick last year. I mean, they, as we all predicted, were not going to be very good. I mean, 3-14, and 14, um, this team, you know, the GM and the coach were faced with a daunting situation of what to what to get with this roster that was really really tough to field last year. I mean, they didn't have a lot. Their offensive line was a complete mess. Their defense was the worst in the NFL last year. I think the only beautiful, I think the only positive aspect was Justin Fields, and he there was some progression last year with him. I mean, running the football, he was excellent. There's still some questions with him as a passer, but he wasn't terrible. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Justin Fields. It's been pretty hard to watch the last two years. The guy's five and twenty in two years. That's the worst in the NFL among starters with a minimum of twelve starts. Basically, every single major quarterback passing category, he's either last or really close to being last. Who's and who's who's he had to throw the ball to? That's nobody. and that's fair too. That's fair too. But in all you know, fairness. Don't, don't, Darn, Darnell Mooney was a, a number one receiver last year, and he yeah. was also hurt. And he also got hurt. Chase Claypool, who they inexplicably traded a second round pick to the Steelers for, didn't perform. No, no, it's a tight end because it, it, the Bears have like four or five tight ends. Yeah, for whatever reason, <laughs> they kept a lot of those guys around. I thought their run game had a lot to be, you know, there's there's a lot to be um to be proud of there. My whole thing with Justin Fields is Kenny Pickett was in a rough situation and I thought he performed better. I thought Sam Darnold yeah. was in a pretty rough situation in Carolina towards the end of last year. I thought he played better. There's too many examples of me looking at guys who also didn't have talent and who were also in similar situations. Even Davis Mills statistically was a better passer and better overall quarterback than him. They, they make excuses for Fields, everything under the sun, because he's an Ohio State guy and everyone in the media went to Ohio State. But either you elevate the talent around you or you elevate yourself. There is something missing as hey, as he plays quarterback. I don't I know what I, it is. I think the field I think the thing with fields that people get and everything, he was ex I mean, he was a good fantasy quarterback last year, especially in the second half of the season. He was really good. But in terms of the overall play and everything, you know, he still completed sixty percent of his passes. He threw 17 touchdowns to 11 
interception. It wasn't terrible. He did rush for over a thousand one hundred yards. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, thought yeah, I thought when they added in these design runs, I thought he played way better whenever they added in design runs. But he's still a guy who throws 160 yards a game and career-wise has completed less than 60% of his passes. There's just a lot of red flags. And it's stuff that he still can't read a blitz. He still has trouble reading defenses. There was a joke going around on the Facebook a few days ago, that classic film of him throwing the football into the back of one of his offensive linemen's helmets. And that's unfortunate. I get that. It happens, you know, to most people every once in a while. That happened to him five times last year. I've I've there's I've seen so many red flags with him, and I feel bad for him because I know he's in a rough spot. I know it's a I know it's a tough city to play in. I know there's not a lot to work with, but I just got to see something more out of him. I mean, if I'm gonna say, oh yeah, it'd be good to keep him around for a little bit. Now the one the one thing I'm going to say about the Bears and everything with their off season this past off season, um, obviously the take away with trading away the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers, a trade I think the Bears are going to win at the end. I think yeah. this was a very solid trade for them. Um, they couldn't take a quarterback there. And I think. It would I mean, make they, no they sense. Could, they point. could take it. And even, I know as much as you love Will Anderson or anything, it just wasn't going to be the pick for that return or anything that they yeah. got. And you remember, the, you know, the Bears go from one to what, it was seven or eight, whatever the hell it was. And then they also get DJ Moore, who's Clearly a number one receiver. Yeah. Um, a guy who was in a similar situation in Carolina with, with the shittiest quarterback fight. And you know, that's what it's gonna help um the other it's gonna help Mooney um commit and those other uh, weapons on the offense because you know, war's gonna draw that opposition and everything. And then you also do have a couple of guys um that they got a really nice football caliber guard. Um they got a they got Tra- Trayvon Jenkins and Cody Whitehair. Um, who are going to be better um, with um, to increase, to help with that? And then also a uh, guy to look out for is going to be, uh, of course, um, the die my draft pick to look out for is with obvious things is going to be Darnell White, uh, Darnell Wright, um, who's an extremely athletic tackle. He didn't allow a single sack. Granted, he was with that Tennessee offense that was absolutely fantastic last year. Yeah, but he did he did he neutralized Will Anderson completely in our matchup. He did. And honestly, giving up zero sacks in the SEC, I get the Tennessee offense was wide open and really fast. That's still really freaking hard to do because he didn't miss any snaps. Any, or I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, should rephrase, I should rephrase that because he did sit in the, uh, uh, I want to say the UT Martin game or something like that. Or, but other than that, every single conference game, he played every single snap. Every single snap in the SEC, the toughest, uh, honestly, the toughest division in football. That's really, really impressive. That's really hard to do. So the the Bears are putting money into that offensive line. I think the area that they're going to struggle is their defensive line. I mean, I still think there there are a couple pieces. I don't think there's a lot of pass rush. I don't think there's a lot of good running. I still think they're going to be fairly weak against the run. Um, yeah. Not really a fan of their linebacker signs in uh, Jermaine Edwards, who had a fairly decent year with the Eagles last year. And T.J. Edwards, and, you know, Emmons, who was at, he's athletic, and T.J. Edwards, who was decent for the Eagles last year. But, you know, still, um, I, I still think there's some holes to this team. 
Who do you like in their draft class? Was it Darnell Wright? So I would say my number one guy is definitely Darnell Wright. I think, honestly, probably the best tackle in the draft. A sneaky move that I liked because of his versatility and watching him for the last four years, Roshan Johnson in the fourth round, 115th overall, is pretty – that's a good steal. What I didn't like is that a few picks later, they drafted Tyler Scott out of Cincinnati. Why the hell – edit that out, please. Why the heck would you draft – you have you have one running back. Why would you draft two running backs in the same round, just a few picks apart? In all honesty, I, I'm not, I'm not big on drafting multiple running backs in the draft because the value is just not really there anymore. That's a whole other podcast episode to get into. But I still like the Roshan Johnson pick, and I would have liked the Tyler Scott pick. Drafting both of them didn't make sense. Hey, in my in my opinion. Sneaky pick of this draft is definitely in that second round pick with that with Jervon Dexter out of Florida. 6'5", 318 defensive tackle. He dominates run stopping. And that's what the yes. Bears need. Guy that, you know, the, the Bears are built on defense. This is a nice project guy for Dexter Ephraim. He needs to develop his pass, uh, pass rush ability. He's not very good at the pass rush. There's some ability with that guy, especially in, in where he came from in Florida and everything, where the you know, defense has been solid over the last few years. I think there's some opportunity for the Bears. Where do you see the Bears falling in the uh, 2023 season? Slow? I think they'll be picking top five in the draft next year. Yeah, that's my, that's my honest opinion. That's I think they're going to be they're going to be better than last year. I think there's. They've made some improvements. This is a slow progress with this team here and everything. As much as I don't like the Bears because they're, you know, they're in the they're in my division here and everything. I think, you know, I don't hate them. I really don't hate the Bears as much as I as a lot of other Packers fans do. I really don't. And I think this is a team that can make. I think they can win five or six. I think they can win five or six games. Definitely top ten, likely top five, uh, in the drafting order. Um, to me, it's all about the de- the defense has to progress along with Justin Fields. If you yeah. if you like listening if you like listening to the Third Inning podcast, be sure to listen to the other NFC North teams as they break down your rivals here, as well as the other teams in the NFL. And be sure to re- tune in to listen to our weekly day, uh, podcast as we break down and recap the 